Hello and welcome to Walk the Pod, your daily walking show where I take my podcast for a walk because I don't have a dog. My name is Rachel Wheelie, a human in the world, stopping along a bike track in Wimbledon, southwest London, in the United Kingdom. I don't have a dog, so here I am walking my podcast instead, as if it were a little canine friend fluffing along, (laughs) floofing along, floofing along in the undergrowth with me, snuffling around my feet, digging up interesting stones and bits of stuff in the undergrowth. And what it likes to turn up, the podcast, is uh, bits bits of philosophy, bits of mental health advice, bits of resilience, psychology, uh, information about kindness this series for that is our official topic series 31 you're very welcome along it's the most beautiful day in the world welcome to the fifth episode of series 31 of walk the pod This is the Daily Walking Show, the daily podcast for walkers, whether you're dog walkers, ramble, ramblers, hikers, Nordic walkers, dog walkers, you're all welcome along. My name is Rachel Wheelie. I have walked up and down this bike track several hundred times since I started the podcast approximately two years ago. And it's done wonders for my mental health. I cannot tell you how helpful it's been just to get away from my desk every lunchtime. Helped dissolve the anxiety of the morning. Helped to cope with stress. Helped to reassure me that actually, no matter how stressful work is, the world still turns outside. And uh, do you know what? Every single thing I've worried about since I've started the podcast, usually, usually work worries, Sometimes personal worries, but mostly work worries. Every single one of those has not brought me down uh, or, or flung me into an insurmountable ditch. Out of every ditch, a path, as Hilary Mantel wrote in Bring Up the Poddies. I mean, bodies. As the Thames link hoots in the distance, it's just about to cross the railway bridge in front of me. Hilary Mantel sadly passed away earlier this year and I really, really enjoyed Bring Up the Poddies. thought it was brilliant and I might, I might then move on and read Wolf Hall at some stage. Perhaps. I keep reading uh, non-fiction, unfortunately. It seems to take over. But when I do get my hands on a fiction book and when it's so suitably brilliant, as Bring Up the Bodies was, I... I always wonder why I don't read more fiction. So, out of every ditch, a path, wrote Hilary Mantel. And I think that is, uh, if you know where to look, I think it carries on. Or if you're prepared to look for the path, perhaps it it is. Uh, And that was about Thomas Cromwell. But, I mean, it could equally apply to anything we deal with in modern work life. Things generally resolve themselves And sometimes the best thing to do is to go for a walk at lunchtime and forget about it for a bit, rather than to sort of obsess about 
things. One of the things I think I was trying to do earlier in my life was to make more of the things I was doing to, to, to gain more out of doing things. And sometimes it's a very healthy mental health realization simply to think, well, okay, this is a thing I'm doing and there is a limit to how much I can move something forward by doing it. Don't try to expect too much out of a single activity or group of activities. And one thing I've discovered since starting my new job that I've been in for just over a year now is that you have to keep your powder dry sometimes. You want something to move forward. You've got to wait for the right moment to push it. And some things shouldn't be pushed at all, of course. So we're thinking about kindness this series. One of the, one of the things that uh, I think demonstrates kindness uh, in the world is smiles. And we don't smile in London. It's actually banned. Uh, I don't know whether you know that, but you're not actually allowed to smile if you're within the M25 because it, well, you never know what could happen, do you? could be could be extremely dangerous to do that uh, but nevertheless some people occasionally do but only by accident nobody would do it deliberately um and spike milligan wrote a story sorry a poem about smiling which i'm going to read to you the mothership sent this to me this morning uh, and i like it a lot it's a poem simply called smile by spike milligan one of the one of the goons, comedy genius, brilliant and hugely depressed human. Uh, and he, he wrote, smiling is infectious. You can catch it like the flu. When someone smiled at me today, I started smiling too. I passed around the corner and someone saw my grin. When he smiled, I realized I'd passed it on to him. I thought about that smile, then realized it's worth. A single smile just like mine could travel around the earth. If you feel a smile begin, don't leave it undetected. Let's start an epidemic quick and get the world infected. Thank you to the mothership for that. Uh, So in London, we have to catch smiles quickly and get rid of them because otherwise uh, they can be very, very infectious and might infect the entire population. So they put people, they put uh, police, police people on the street corners And if you smile in London, you will be issued an immediate fine of £17.99. Most people who live here know that. But if you don't know, if you're a tourist, it's very important to um, carry £17.99 in uh, shillings at all times. What can I see directly in front of me? Well, I'm walking under some orange berries at the moment which are very beautiful. And I'm just about to duck under the railway bridge, which is industrial and resplendent in steel and concrete above me. Has some red paint on the right-hand wall where they've carefully painted over some graffiti, lest it bring a smile to somebody's face. That would be a disaster. And and the, the, the fines involved with that would be horrendous if you think about it they'd have to put a police person on standby under the railway bridge at all times which is very cost costly for the 
for the London taxpayer. So they paint over these things quickly so they don't cheer anyone up by accident. Reminds me of uh, something that one of the comedians that I booked for the comedy night that I used to run in Tooting said, I think it was a tweet, Adam Bloom sent a tweet saying, comedy is one of those odd pastimes in which a depressed person turns up and tries to cheer up a room of people who are already happy. And <laughs> that is, that, that I felt was incredibly profound and very funny as well. I had to pay £17.99 immediately. Very dangerous looking at Twitter in London. Um, don't look at Twitter in London when you're standing near a police person is my advice to you. Venn diagrams. That's what you need. Venn diagrams. Value judgments. Value judgments. Value judgments. Whether something's good or bad. There's a Venn diagram there, you know, because there's like the majority of the world or humanity or general common sense would agree a vast amount of things that are all agreeably good and some things that are all agreeably bad. And then the Venn diagram would show the grey areas where obviously, yeah, there could be some different perceptions or different views on the same thing but you know Venn diagram that's what you need thank you Nige uh, now if you didn't understand what Nige was talking about there uh, because you've only just started listening to walk the pod let me explain I was talking a few episodes ago about value judgments and how we can't possibly make a make a call on whether any given event is good or bad um, or indeed any feeling is good or bad. We can't say anything's good or bad because, uh, you know, in the grand scheme of things, we just don't know whether something's going to turn out good or bad. And then maybe that might turn out good or bad so uh but that's that's um that's how the stoics would look at it and i think in reality most of us think a lot more along the lines of night which is you know most things fall into a category that most people would consider to be good or bad and there is a small sliver of things that are perhaps up for debate but no the stoics would disagree with night wholeheartedly uh they would say You can't say anything's good or bad. It's just a sort of bias we have as humans to think that death is bad and to think that losing all of one's worldly possessions is bad. Uh, Thinking that getting a new new pair of socks is good. Who knows? We, we We shouldn't necessarily try and make a judgment about any of these things because we just can't tell. Maybe the socks are going to creep up and get in, get in your mouth in the middle of the night. I don't know what, what socks, what threats socks could possibly be. But then that's assuming that being suffocated by your socks would be a bad thing. Maybe it would be good because you would end up going into hospital and meeting the love of your life. I mean, you just, you just don't know. Sam, Mother Superior of Cats, very helpfully pointed out that the bit on value judgments reminded her of a Chinese parable that I keep mentioning uh, to people, which is exactly this kind of 
thing. You know, uh, the Chinese parable sort of says, like, here are some of the things that happen to a Chinese farmer and his neighbours prescribe them to be good or bad. And he simply said, maybe, because you can never really be sure. And sure enough, each one resolves to be the opposite of what the neighbours thought it was going to be. Uh, And I feel like I didn't mention that at the time because I've talked about it before. But look up the Chinese parable. Uh, I think I've posted it on the disco server, so if you're on the disco server, have a look in there for the Chinese parable. And if you're not on the disco server, what are you even doing with your life? Go to patreon.com forward slash Rachel Wheelie and join up immediately in order to chat to walkers all over the world, share photographs of your favourite walks, especially now it's cold and mears and grey. We have to enjoy the days which are beautiful and sunny like today with one another really, because most people aren't going for walks at lunchtime. We're in the minority body, so we have to stick together. Patreon.com forward slash Rachel Wheelie to stick together with me and you'll get today's Friday blog post some beautiful merch of the show's artwork to stick on your face and seasonal postcards and a chance to hang out at the end of the series and chat to potties all over the world Thank you for walking with me, dear poddies. It's been a delight to stretch my legs with you this lunchtime on this, the most beautiful day in the world. Sun is shining, little birds are tweeting in the trees. There are very tiny clouds spotted about, but barely, barely any of them, to be perfectly honest with you. It's a glorious day. I want to say happy birthday to my dad in Norfolk, who celebrated yesterday with a beautiful looking pony called Mickey uh, who was helping him to learn how to drive a carriage as a special birthday treat which I thought was adorable Um, I want to thank you for tuning in to the daily walking show that I record here every day on the bike track if you know somebody who might enjoy a daily walking show about mental health and resilience Mm. Let them know about Walk the Pod. If you Google Walk the Pod, you'll be able to find it. And if that doesn't work, go to walkthepod.com. And if you want to leave me a message about kindness, you can go to the same place, walkthepod.com. Press the button mark message. Leave me 59 seconds of your beautiful voice. I'll be back on Monday with episode 6 of series 31. Next week, I will be bringing you everything I've collected so far on kindness and there is a lot of it uh, but it's not too late to contribute to that and we'll see what we can work out about the subject in the rest of the series there's 10 episodes left so we can we can explore it quite thoroughly in that time I feel in the in the standard walk the pod ramble chat kind of way take care of your beautiful mind yourselves and each other. And I look forward to speaking to you on Monday.